coming back. Hi. We missed you. And they will, yeah. No. I, I missed. missed. <laughs> I missed us. I missed that time we have together weekly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in my head. We've had some, we've had some fun this weekend. It's been, it's been a good couple weeks. We've had some, some challenges, but we've also had some things to celebrate. We had a lovely ladies <laughs> night. Anna's thing. I just looked down and saw you were only wearing one shoe. You guys were working on. <laughs> we're working on our sounds. We're trying to manage their pet peeking we're looking for. Good job, oh us. Gosh. I'm only wearing one shoe because there's a blanket under us to try and hopefully manage some of the echoey sound. But I'm, because I'm not an animal. I'm not stepping on a blanket with my shoe on, but the blanket is not big enough, so I have to have one foot off. That foot happens to have a shoe on it. I don't know why this is so hilarious to you. I just thought you were standing on the blanket like me. You know, it's fine. I'm a blanket hog. It's great. It's all right. We had a girls' night, and it was so much fun. You got to hang. We we've been trying for months to get together. Yeah. And every time, so Sugar Shop is threatened that if. They- oh yeah, no. We because we had tried and then people get busy because you know what people do things. These are lovely friends that have full lives and you know whatever. <laughs> so finally, it was like cool. I'm gonna not do another thing. I'm gonna not do my comedy show where I actually get paid to be there and like laugh and have fun. I was like, so if you ladies cancel on me, you owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> like that's just how it has to be. But then they showed up and it was, was so much guess fun. Guess what? It works. It was so much fun. We were all in our swimsuits. We had wine. It was lovely. We tried to teach. Two we just tried to teach how each to other how to swim, even though like none of us are professional. Don't talk. Swim we teachers. we like the three of us know out of or the four of us know out of. Out of all of us, there's one of us who's a swimmer. So I am. It's her. So it's I'm Kishaba. a water baby. She's but a, she likes I'm not like a an fat. elegant little like dolphin underneath the water, and she's like, "Oh, you mean this?" As she flips through the water, <laughs> like some sort of gymnast jerk. Ugh, I listen, I can do backflips. I can do headstands. Mm-hmm, yep. This is why I love the water because it's like flying, and I can do things in the water <laughs> that I 100% can't do on land. Uh-huh. Um, but it takes you can do, and then there's teaching, and like there's a difference. But um, we all tried. We supported each other. We supported each other. And Some of us got to... put in headlocks and dragged across the pool. Okay, you know that are. sounds very aggressive. It was hilarious. There was a lot of laughter. So much laughter, in fact, that we were shunned from the pool yeah, because the, it was a nighttime. The security guard came and he's like, you guys got five Winging more minutes. Oh. It's fine. No. Oh, so you hate fun? That sucks. <laughs> you need to get it together. So we, we oh my gosh, do you hear how low my voice is today? This is morning. <laughs> Trust one of your eyelashes is going to be on the mustache here. Oh my god. Oh, it's still there. It's worse. <laughs> you got it. You guys it got was, to be there for this moment where my eyelash hair gave me a It was lip very hair. aggressive. It was, <laughs> I didn't know. I was happy. <laughs> you guys, today we're going to talk about representation in, in media, specifically television and magazines. Oh my god, you sound I so just important to, right now. Listen, well, I got very just like, okay. Well, because it's, you know how when you're writing papers, you have to like make your statement, talk about it, say what you just said, whatever. We're not going to do all that because that's boring as hell, but we are, <laughs> like, we have a focus. We feel strongly about it. <clears throat> yes, we have a focus. So what does representation mean, Trezla? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to do all the talking because that's my natural. Do the talking, thing. it's fine. I'll be your, I'll be your backup. Like, yeah, 
Get representation. it. Representation. So, it. I mean, representation is just being able to see yourself. <laughs> like, we're represented... Like, we're talking about being represented in the media, i.e. on television and magazines. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing somebody that looks like you or that you feels like you feel like you can... You see yourself in it's whether it's physically, to. emotionally, somebody yeah. to relate to. Heck, yes. Because we watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I mean, like, I know within the United States, we watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And you become who you hang out with the most. So yeah. if that's true. Right. If that's absolutely true and you're hanging out with TV the most, mm-hmm. you're going to start sort of, you know, taking on characteristics of your TV I... characters. I believe this, actually. No, absolutely. Well, because in trying to be a cool person that, like, in... Good tree pose. Great job. Um, she's literally doing tree pose. So I, start, I started trying to watch Real Housewives because I listen to a <laughs> podcast called Bitch, Bitch Sesh, and they're really funny, and theoretically I want to be part of the cultural experience that is the Real Housewives, but you guys, when I watch it, it changes the way I think. I start thinking more about, like, <gasps> she said, what? Oh, we have to. And, like, I was finding myself. <laughs> she becomes a hype girl. I'm... It's the best at Christmas parties, by the way. He's like, what they say? Who they think? What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, people get we got to go confront like, okay. that person. <laughs> no, it made me more judgmental. It made me angry. Oh, it made me more unhappy. And so I had to stop watching it. Even though I know it's not a big deal. It's all for the cameras. It's all... Like, there's some reality in it, I guess, maybe. My favorite is when you watch TV shows with people with accents. Oh, when I'm watching a lot of British accents, my inner monologue, and sometimes even my outer, like, my voice, I will take on that accent. It's a problem. The best example of this was when I was watching the Queer Eye, like, the new Queer Eye seasons. I watched them, like, over and over again, Uh and my internal dialogue became Jonathan Van Ness. You guys, you guys, when we talk about positive self-talk, if you can't do it for yourself, imagine you have your own Jonathan Van Ness where it's like, we were having a moment, we're being strong, oh, I see you, oh, Beyonce, like, it's incredible. I was thinking more of like Long Island accent, but these are all really. That's my cultural center, and I brought this up with a friend at work, like one day, maybe, maybe when I go to work, maybe I don't. I'm just going to do my Long Island accent because it feels very correct for me. It feels I feel like I'm, it's not good enough to be recorded and get, Oh okay. my God, stop being so, it's fine. It's just, it's just fun. But that's my sassier self. That's like my most confrontational. That's like, I'm going to, listen, when I tell you that I need you to do this for me, I need you to do this for me. Okay. Right? I got it. My Long, my Long Island self gets things done. So we're talking about representation. We are talking about representation. We're talking about some stuff here. So, okay, let's talk about, um, we have been talking about this forever, but mm-hmm. some characters on television who made you okay. feel good about yourself or bad about yourself or any of those things. Like, well, like, so since this, let's talk about the idea that, like, fat people on TV, like, didn't happen a lot. Yeah. And certainly fat women And if they did... It was, like, hilarious and or gross. It was gross. There was no, like, it was always, like, that girl at the restaurant who was eating too much. Yeah. Or, like, pigging out. There was, like, just not a normal, like, oh, hey, I'm a cashier at a, you know. Well, can we, so, do you remember, um, it wasn't said what, what was the teenage, say what, the teenage sketch show? Oh, my God. Yes. So, that woman. all that. All all that. that. Say what? I was like, say what? So, that was the, that was the first. I loved her. That was the first, like, fat actor on television that I remember. It was like, oh, it's not all about her. I'm literally, (laughs) I'm sorry if I'm destroying. Well, but she was the first character on television that was, like, fat, and it wasn't about that. Like, it, that was, that Mm -hmm. was, she was hilarious outside of what she looked like. 
she was incredible and she was amazing and yeah. I remember her and she was and like, she was hilarious all the time and like she stood her own she stood her own <laughs> <laughs> next like Amanda Bynes yeah and like Kanan and Kel and yeah. everyone else and it was really funny who by the way well there are plenty of male like fat actors mm-hmm. on television um, including somebody like Chris Farley where <laughs> his like the he SNL upset me so much. No, I just, I just, I just think about it. Okay, so I think about it. A representation growing up when you, so you're looking for identity at any Mm. point to like sort of align yourself with, figure out who you are. As inspiration. As inspiration. So like my first big one was Star Trek, and that was with you know the Asian and Ahura. I don't want to say his names because there's a lot of controversy around that. But there's just like there was like my first Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho was really oh, huge for me. Okay, you know, but then even then, like she had to lose fifteen pounds to even well, be able to get her Well, she has very role. publicly talked about her eating disorders. Yeah, she but that she struggles with. with because, like the show, like the network told yeah. her you're fat, and like yeah. literally was just like, hey, yeah. you're too fat to be on our show. We need you to lose weight to have this show, and it's ridiculous to be told this. And so, I never actually got to see. It. And then you get to see people like Chris Farley, mm-hmm. who like I think the last one I saw was with him and um. Oh, what is his name? From Dirty Dancing? Oh, no. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. That with flipping sketch. With the Chippendales? Yes. Yeah, that one upset me a lot just because I'm thinking like, listen, I don't know if you've seen some of our friends dance, but it's kind of sexy. Well, it's kind of awesome. It's the idea of, like, the joke. And the joke was character? all about being yes. unsightly and fat and, and next to someone who's, like, ripped. Was it was, like, the epitome of body shaming, and it wasn't funny for me. No. Well, and can I tell you, between those two, like, Chris Farley was living his life. He was having way so more much more fun. Crazy. The joy <sighs> in that character yeah. and the joy in the, the Chris Farley's the thing where he's, the, he's interviewing... Um, He's interviewing famous people, it's yeah. like, and he's it's Paul. I want to say Paul Simon. That's not I it. I don't know. But he's just an overwhelmed fa- fanboy, and he's so excited. Yeah. Like I identified with that, and then so to see this character who is loud and excited and fun and hilarious, but is also laughed at, not laughed with, yeah. a lot of time. And that's the difference, right? Way. Yes, it makes you feel like okay, so. I'm to be ridiculed. Like mm-hmm. my body is ridiculous. Like the fat characters were never good. They were like yeah. they were they were they were shy and socially awkward because they're fat. Like Monica, mm-hmm. Monica from Friends, and oh that stupid God. fat suit that she wore, and how everyone throughout the entire season made fun of her. It she the joke, me off. I'm sorry. and it's the let's oh. curse about it. We I'm should just, be like, mad. Throwing stuff around the house. It's fine. It's <laughs> well, but, no big deal. Okay. Yeah. Like the character of Monica. So Who she, I identify with a lot. Okay. <laughs> well, can we talk about how that, like, she, her, she had so many issues with food. She had so many they, issues. And they make fun of it, and the way that she, like, to be a chef that has an obviously very active eating disorder, yeah. she talks about what she can and cannot eat, there's something where Ross is trying to sell Girl Scout cookies, yeah. she literally locks herself in a room and buys, like, 50 boxes of these things. It's so stupid. And it's a hilarious punchline. It's like, okay, so she was very overweight. She was, And her parents openly make fun of it. Her brother oh. makes fun of it. Her husband makes fun of it. Her friends make fun of it. Well... Her entire support system makes her feel like shit. Yeah. For once being a big girl. Yeah. Well, and at the same time, like, oh, who's that? Who ate Monica? 
And oh it's like, God. oh, it's Monica. Like, there's Ugh. some joke about. So let's just say fat suits aren't funny. Fat suits are the worst. It's terrible. If you have to, as an actor or performer, put on a fat suit. You're doing it wrong. You're being, it's, it's wrong. You're not doing it right at all. And it's gross. We can all tell. I hate the stupid long sleeves. I hate mm-hmm. the stupid turtlenecks. I hate everything that comes with a fat suit. I hate that it's hilarious in the bloopers for friends. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they'll show her dancing, and it's the most hilarious thing because... The craziest thing in the world is to see a fat body, like, move It's the only thing I didn't like about that movie, Just Friends, with Ryan Reynolds. That was such a goddamn bummer. And so... And I love the movie. I love this movie so much, but that part, like, this, I'm out to prove I have worth because I'm, you know... Right? I love the movie. No, me too. But, and it's, so it's a bummer that, because his whole existence is set up on the idea of he, he was, to be ridiculed, he was worthless, he was asexual... Until he lost weight, and now he is using that to, like, prove that he is better than. It's an automatic given that he was gross and unworthy and, kind of, like, to be pitied. And she loved him anyway. Well, because they were, right, absolutely. And the friends are all like, oh, but we like the old crit, like, it was better. Yeah. And then, so when they go back to the diner, and she gives him the, like, waffles with ice cream and whatever, and he's like... So disgusted. Like, I don't eat that anymore. How dare you? Like, when you know he totally wants to. I'm just, I'm irritated. He's just not even living his life. I get it. I get it. You choose health, but not misery. You don't choose health and misery. You choose health. You choose to live. You don't choose to be miserable. So, right. But it's the idea, like, with the Monica character, this was, like, the Schmidt character in the fat suit on New Girl. Fat bastard on Austin Powers. I can't with the He pissed me off. It's well because he's a literal monster. His yeah. one of his is like get in. My, he's trying to eat people. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I just love. He's trying to eat people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so so in, if that is what represents me, what I am told is I can either lose the weight and be a real person and be lovable and beautiful. Yeah. Or I can be a fat person and who's loud be a and monster. obnoxious and in your way and needs to hide and be ashamed and not get to live I, her life and wear turtlenecks and cover her body and oh my god, I'm not worth living. And that is what media is telling us. So we have some good characters, all right? Like, um, I don't know that there were necessarily good characters. So like, but I, so I remember having. <laughs> Ursula, lumpy no, space Ursula princess, fierce, and lumpy well, space and it's princess funny, is kind so, of awesome. Okay, we're going. There's too many things. No, I'm just saying. Like, if we're going to just talk about TV right now, so these are empowering characters. These are Ursula, but, despite the fact that she is overweight and her weight is very much used as a grotesque, scary thing. When she comes out of that wedding dress, belly first, uh-huh. that image stuck with me of like what? like that she, so do you remember yeah so I do I know what you're talking and about and they she like rips out of this tiny beautiful body because no curvy person could ever get Prince Charming I understand she was also like hypnotizing him I've had what Prince Charming looks like I'm but gonna they, tell ya <laughs> oh ah! I'm just gonna say it's you know okay I feel like we're jumping all over the place but it's the oh my idea god, let me jump! <laughs> let me jump where I want to go. But I want to make sure we're finishing your thought. You're right. I'm not going to try to control you. Live your life. Okay. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Oh, I hate myself for that. Um, jump, jump, jump. Okay, yeah. So, but so what we have to choose from. <laughs> so as a little girl, my assumption was mm-hmm. when I was thinking of myself as like 
okay, I get to have a life and I get to do things once I've lost weight. I get to be a part of the group of friends once I'm thin. I get to be, like, I get to have a boyfriend or a marriage or a job once I've lost weight because fat people are not allowed to be happy. They are to be ridiculed. They are to be apologetic about their size. Like, that is what I was, that's the information that I gathered when you don't see that represented in that instills like this it's so sad it's super it's like, sad it like instills like this fear like yeah. it's super fear like that you're not like your life has to be put on hold until until you achieve this and goal. it's already hard to live a life yeah oh my like wow you're it's like already hard to like move forward in your Being life a person is difficult it's already there and then on top of everything else you don't feel like you can live yeah because you have to put everything on hold until you meet some sort of societal... So some standard. Okay. So let's talk about the other... We never saw, like, a fat, capable, like, lawyer on television. Mm-mm. We there did. Was... We um, She was on, um, but... And she won the awards, and she's like, this is for the fat girls. Who's that? Oh, my God. She was on, uh, shit. Not Ally McBeal, the other show. Pri- Justice Boston Public? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Her name is Candace. Something Candace. Okay, now I'm going to look Candace it up. Candace Bergen? Google it. No, it she wasn't was Candace not. Bergen. So, okay, so it sounds like Tresla saw some of that. I, I did she not was changing for this. me. Yeah. Yes. Um, keep talking. Cameron Mannheim? No. Because um, I remember her and thinking she was really beautiful with that hair. I feel like she was on like Northern Exposure or something. But, anyways. Um, yeah, so it's the idea of Cameron, Cameron Manheim, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is for all the fact, yeah, Cameron Manheim, I didn't watch the show that she was in, but she's, like, beautiful, and she was strong, and she, like, she's always been a character, I feel like I've never seen her, like, undignified, like, she is a she, capable, intelligent character, yeah, and she always. fought to get her role, too, I, like, yeah. I love her story and everything else, but, like, that was, that was one of the very few characters, but I'm saying, like, you don't get to see, like, like, you know, use, what was the, like, NYPD blue? Mm-hmm. Who, tell me. Tell me where the, where the large in charge woman was. Tell me where, mm-hmm. like, okay, friends. Outside of Monica. No, nobody. Okay. Nobody and then, was, have any, like, bodies. Everybody was a size two. Everyone was a size two. Like, Christine Hendricks and Firefly, she was, people wouldn't even make dresses for her for mm-hmm. the red carpet because they called her fat. Yeah. And so, and she's not fat. No, not Girl's at all. Girl's not fat at all. She's no. like, she's 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 palm bottle goodness. So can we talk about the idea? <laughs> there's because I want to look up. There's a specific designer. He was on Project Runway. Uh-huh. That all of these women, including, um, oh god, we should have. We thought we did research. We were trying to be perfect. It's okay. Um, we can skip over that and come back to that in our next yeah, episode because we're doing. This is going to be one, a three parter. Yes, it's this one designer who is making amazing dresses for big women and is, like, doing such a good job and yeah. is beautiful. His name is Chris something, I think. Okay. Anyway. So, but, like, here's the thing. So, if we're, we are who we hang out with the most and we've got kids who are watching TV mm-hmm. and you've got all these cartoons mm-hmm. and all this other stuff right. and the only thing that that person is is a chef of some sort, a mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. And those are cartoons. There's a lot of moms. Those are, like, cartoon situations. Right. There's nothing else out there. Right. Unless you have the SNL characters. I mean, even on sci-fi channels, there's not, like, Jabba. Jabba yeah. Jabba. Like, on Star Wars, he was bad guy. They're all bad guys. Well, They're all not out. great. They're right. doing bad in their life. They're gluttonous. They're right. horrible. They're not living right. healthy lives. Right. 
And it's super frustrating because what are you supposed to tell a kid who's actually trying, who's actively active, you know? Well, and what you're internalizing, as I did, is the idea of that's not allowed. That's not Mm -hmm. welcome. That's not okay. I just need an intelligent person. That would be nice. An intelligent lady Mm -hmm. on TV. And so then we move on now. And so the body positive movement happened, right? And we have like, I don't know, like we had uh, Pitch Perfect. That was a big one with Fat Amy. So let's talk about Fat Amy. Rebel Wilson. (laughs) She's not disgusted. I love her so much. Rebel personal, like... She she drives my driving force. Yes. What's that called? Your arch... Your nemesis. She's she's my... Yeah, she's my nemesis goals. Yes. Like, I I want her to be, like, my... my, Yeah, I don't know how to explain what she is to me, but she's very much... important. She's, like, on my my, uh, vision board, if you will, as someone I want to play her antagonist to. Like, I want to play the antagonist to her protagonist because we are just such polar opposites visually and just personality, and it would just be... Ugh, it would be so good on television. Yeah. Okay, so so like let's talk, so the character of Fat out. Amy is very much she owns her fatness. She's not trying to hide it. Mm-mm. She's also a little bit of a hypersexual character where like that cutaway to when they're on break, she's just in a pool full of and unashamed packed men. Oh god. Right? I love that unashamed where they were like, maybe don't sign me up for cardio. Uh, and she's like, and she's like, I'm doing laying down she's cardio. Her life. And she was not ashamed of it. No. She didn't care. And she even talks about, like, well, why do you call yourself Fat Amy? She's like, oh, so skinny bitches don't get to call me fat That's funny. Took, like, you don't get to call me fat behind my back. So there's something to that, which I appreciate. Um, but I also, for whatever reason, it just didn't feel like it was all. And so I don't know if I'm being picky. But so I appreciated the existence of Fat Amy. I appreciated that she is a great singer. She's an important part of that team. She's capable. She's yeah. not sad. She's not trying to lose weight. So in some ways... She's goals for some of these she, people. Yes. Yes. She was the first one to lock down someone else on the uh, opposing That's side, if true. you will. That's true. Um, and I like how... Because so many times... And she was keeping him secret. Right. She was the first one to turn she down a guy in the movie. Like, everything about her was very powerful. I'm going to yeah. talk about mine, since you're Your being experience. more picky about this. Okay. So here's my experience. I watched it, and I was like, okay, who is this bitch? Because <laughs> like, I saw her in um, Bridesmaids, and I thought yeah. she was cute, like, hilarious there. But this one? Yes. Who was she in Bridesmaids? She was a roommate, Kristen Wiig's roommate. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, and they were like, maybe you should move out. It was very great. <laughs> and so then I saw her again in Pitch Perfect. And I was I was I was a little bit like guru. I was like, why is she calling herself Fat Amy though? But and I enjoyed the movie. And then here's what changed my mind for me. I went to the I went to the restroom, as you do, after <laughs> going to a long movie and having too much water. <laughs> and I went and I was sitting in the stall, and there were girls. Who came into the bathroom, the movie had ended, coming into the bathroom, teenage girls, okay, arguing about who got, like, you know how when you're a kid and you're like, I want to be Ariel, no, Aww. I want to be, your kid's sure. is Jasmine, like, it's very much like a, they were all arguing about who got to be. Who the fat Amy, fat Amy was. was. That's and they ju- And they didn't say, like, like, there was nothing about her body that was a problem. Mm-hmm. There was, a, and this is, was very pivotal for me personally, because mm-hmm. I was thinking, Oh my God, she changed the dialogue so much for this next generation with just being. Mm -hmm. She didn't have to say, I'm fat, you gotta love me. There was Mm -hmm. nothing about, there was nothing abnormal. I mean, she sat on the sidewalk and did her mermaid she did a good mermaid. And she was and like, I, I kind of like her dancing. Fashion, yes. And it was just very, like, it was, she was not, not a college. She was literally living. So that her weight 
was never really a punchline. It was a name, mm-hmm. but it was never a punchline. It never stopped her. It never it never kept her from anything. It never it never got her away from her she goals. She never apologized. She never cried. And about to it. see kids of another generation, I know it sounds so silly, to just be okay with it made yeah. me realize so heavily how awful the media impacts the body image of all of us. Yeah. And it really affected me. And I was like, oh my God, the dialogue has to change. Literally, the script and the casting has to change if we mm-hmm. want any changes on a, like a global mm-hmm. impact. And that's why for her, like, I was like, okay, she is someone yeah. that I must meet yeah. and work with and, and deal <laughs> with. Immediately, yeah. only because she changed it in a way that no other character before yeah. had. The, and I, I definitely give prop. I like. I, I must applaud her for that. Well, can we talk for just a quick second about Suki yeah. and Gilmore Girls? Oh my god, because Gilmore so Girls was also a hugely important I about show Melissa for me. McCarthy. I can't right? forget about her. She's oh amazing. my gosh. Well, and and all their bridesmaids character. She's a like kind of a mess, and she's ridiculous, but she's a mess, but also like <laughs> incredibly powerful and strong, and like not to be messed with. I loved her so much in that movie with the puppies. Oh my god! <laughs> and she comes over, and like she is what brings Kristen Wiig out of her hole of like yes. get your shit together. Yeah. And so she's oh my god, another, she's like, literally the inside, isn't model. she? Yes. So Melissa, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is amazing, but so Suki and Gilmore Girls. She was the only, like, I literally tried to look like. Oh my god, did you wear the bandana headband? Girl, (laughs) hey, I was living my life in bandanas. But do you know that look that, like, um, um, Kiko Aji, what was her name? I loved how airheaded she was. Okay, but so this is the idea is that Suki was cute. She was never beautiful, even when she got married to Jackson. Even when she was always very covered up, I remember a scene. No, there's where one she's, where she's in a she's in a parade. It was where she actually met her husband of now, and she's in a parade. And you see, if you watch this scene, okay, she um, literally like looks over at him. She's in like a little wrap dress. It has little skin. Okay, it's very sexy. Good for her. But you see her give a side eye. To him, and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, This is where everything went down. Well, but our, so there was, a, there was a shot of her where she, like, ends up running off down the street after Jackson. She's in what is possibly an ankle-length uh, denim skirt. Could have been just kind of like a mid-shin. But she's also wearing leggings underneath. Yes. And I remember seeing that at that time being like, she can't even... Wear a skirt. Like, it's a long skirt without leggings. I think, I honestly, let's talk about the fashion back then for larger women. Sure. There was nothing there for us. That's true. So these stylists had to go out. I mean, look at the red carpets. Look at anything that she was on. Mm Because I I went a little bit further with this when you brought, Mm -hmm. because you brought this up a long time ago. Yeah. So I sat down and I started researching, like, Melissa McCarthy, red carpets. And then somebody Mm -hmm. had made, like, a BuzzFeed, like, Christian Siriano. That's the, that's the designer. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. And I and think he worked with Melissa McCarthy. That's why. So you look at the before and after. They show, like, oh, red yeah. carpet in the 90s mm-hmm. versus red carpet now. And so you sh- they show Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, of course it is. Because yeah. she's worked so hard to change it. Yeah. She actually designs her own clothing line yeah. to make that difference so that she can wear. I mean, how sad is it that you have to basically go back to prairie days and make your own clothes <laughs> so that you can walk. Because the stuff sure. that they're putting you in is, like, sunflower yeah. headbands and those stupid Ugh. square dresses that don't I, show really, off curves. Yeah. When were women Long not allowed sleeves. to have curves anymore? Yeah. Like what? We don't have a waist now. Like Sometimes we don't have not allowed to. Oh my god! Oh, literally every photographer will be like, "Show off your fucking waist." Yeah. Like no one's gonna be like, "Just stand there like a bag." Yeah. <laughs> That's not. 
Oh, it's so frustrating. So, and that's the idea of representation, that we were finally getting to see, like, even though Suki was cute, she was mm-hmm. never sexy, she was very capable, she was very important, she was loved by yeah. everybody on the show, like, that was really sweet, and I think that's part of why it made me, um, that show made me feel better. Because I didn't see myself in Lorelai, I didn't see myself in Rory. I saw myself in Suki, and I was like, you know what, if I can grow up to be a Suki, I'm doing pretty great. That's pretty nice. I got I'm told I was Lorelai. I was very excited about that, and then I saw how she ended her life, and I went, and the season, I was like, oh. Well, hello, <laughs> commitment issues, it never made any sense to me. Um, but, so, we're getting better at the representation. Yes, we are getting better. Great. It's definitely not great, but who, what is, what is, I mean, like, think about everything we've just said here, mm-hmm. and, and think of the things that you're ingesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're ingesting all of this stuff, you're sitting down, you're watching TV, you're watching West Wing, or you're mm-hmm. watching whatever you're watching. Mm-hmm. What is this telling me about who you are? Where like, I fit what into you the world. What is it telling about who you are in this? Like, yeah. you can identify with certain characteristics, mm-hmm. but that physical, like, representation to see yourself in someone else, yeah. this goes beyond just fat girls, this goes... I mean, and we'll get into this more. This obviously race for me is a big issue. I have been fighting since I realized that it was an issue in a very young age that minorities Mm -hmm. are really not represented within the media and a TV show. Like if 30% of us, 30% of America is minority, 30% of television shows should be minority and not just background characters because we live very fruitful lives and we do very fruitful things. And so we should, we should be representing it and not just for us but for the future our kids and everyone else to make this to take away this sort of poisonous conversation that something is bad and something is good well can I tell you my (coughs) self-esteem in my life got so much better when I stopped watching commercials on television Mm -hmm. because you know what as a woman on like female-centered like for instance Bravo or even MTV the frequency of weight loss yeah. commercials, whether it's SlimFast, whether it's those weird thing, um, those weird machines that you can buy, whether it's for clothes, the frequency of how often I was seeing, like, you're doing this wrong. You're doing the wrong oh, thing. Yeah. You're too fat. You need to be thinner. You need to be better. You need to be different. It's worth the $3 to extra on Hulu to oh, just 100%. not have a commercial. Yeah, because... Mm-hmm. And, and I, we talked last week about, last week or two weeks ago, about how the word fat is thrown on and how we talk about it as an inherently bad thing. So much of that is on television. Yeah. And so as soon as I changed the way I was consuming television, I stopped, I had fewer of those bad feelings. It, and it's amazing. Thoughts. It's, it's yeah, it's whatever, whatever you're consuming the most of mm-hmm. will show itself somewhere yeah. in your life. Those opinions, those ideas, those parallels. It, I mean, subconsciously, you're just consuming. Mm-hmm. It's very much like food. Whatever you consume is going to come out in some sort of energy yeah. Yeah. somewhere. Well, stagnant something. Heck, well, yeah, yeah, even without you noticing it. But we exactly. so I tried to make Trezla and our friend Marvin watch um, Married at First Sight. No, it was a terrible it was experience. Angry. For them. How, why would you it. do that to me? It's so stressful. <laughs> oh my I god! I love it for a lot of reasons. No, we we didn't make it past <laughs> even one episode. But it struck me with the thought of it's a dating show theoretically. It's a more it's a marriage show. 
But I was like, I've never seen, have you ever seen a fat person on a dating show on television? Um, like, even way back to Singled Out and, like, I saw Next. I saw large men. It was all, it's always been large men. Like, Columbo, he was very much celebrated. I'm I talking mean, about dating shows, specifically. Dating, no, I've seen, I've seen larger, like, men on. Who's M- dating Columbo? <laughs> no, like, MTV. We had, like, MTV. Okay. We had, like, different okay. dating shows. I don't remember them. But sure. I remember there being, like, larger men. Larger okay. black men, larger white men. Like, uh-huh. they were, they, they were... I don't know, what is the term for a large... I don't want to call them fat because... I mean, I you, like the word you, husky. Yeah. Fuller figured. I um, don't want to call a man figured anything. Okay. He, he was... I mean, he was So whatever, soft, but they're bigger. No, they're that's else. not right. That's ex- Someone tell me what to call you. That's true. <laughs> Men also get to decide what they're... Yes, how they're described. I don't... I mean, like... But he was a bigger... <laughs> that's what they call us. definitely just call but. men... Gross. Yeah, I hate that word so much. But so I realized because it with, with the if you don't know the deal with Married at First Sight, there's this panel of experts that interview yeah. all these people and put together what they think will be the most uh, successful relationship. It's an interesting social experiment of nothing else. Mm-mm. But it like as I even in like they they show like thousands of people applied and they show like flash flashes uh-huh. of thousands of people. Not a single person looked big to me. Oh. Like, that's not even, so when I'm, like, in my darkest hours where I'm like, oh, maybe I'd do that. Because I'd like for, listen, dating is hard. Maybe I'd like somebody smarter than me to put me together with somebody who they think might work out. And I was like, I feel like, can you imagine the stress of, in all of this idea of getting, walking down the aisle and seeing a person you've never seen before, I'm imagining that they're automatically going to be disappointed or upset that I'm a fat person. Don't talk about my friend that way. I appreciate that, <laughs> and, and I know that's wrong, I know that's unfair, and I have that's a lot, like, so hey, mean. you'd be lucky to marry me. Well, yes, Please as, your, as one of your best friends, yes. I know I that, agree. I know that, but it's the idea of being fat takes us out God. of the pool, that it can't just Fucking be media, man. a person, right, on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, oh my I God. can't just be like, oh, I'm a... I'm a hairstylist from Southern California. My chihuahua is my life. But I also happen to be a fat person. Like, that's not in our conversation. And so that tells me I can't be a trashy whore on television. What if I want to be a trashy so, whore on television? So, can I tell you? So, back when I worked in That was in very the, judgmental. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I don't know why I loved it, but I really did. So, I was, back when I was in, you know, more in the industry, I would get, um, my friends would send me casting calls, like my mm-hmm. makeup artist friends. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Chesel, we think you'd be so good on this. Mm-hmm. And they were always like, I don't know if you're still with your, your boyfriend right now, but if mm-hmm. you're not, you should really consider this because I think you're so fabulous. And they were all dating shows mm-hmm. for larger people. But we never saw those on television. I, I didn't see those. I don't know if they were so there. They I could maybe can pull up the casting for I feel those. Like we should Google it. Be, well, no, I have them in my Facebook inbox. They, I actually have messages <gasps> from people saying, I think you should oh, definitely man. audition for this. My friend's the casting director. And many of the times I was with someone, so I couldn't. And also the idea, like the idea of just being put front at, at the time, I was not ready to be seen. I was not there. I was terrified that someone was just as Guru said, like yeah. that horror of seeing yeah. me, like, oh my God, I right? can't believe that. I don't want anyone preying on that fear. No. So I guess we're just and going to do- we know that that fear is wrong. Yes. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Only a monster. Well, here's the thing. I want to say only a monster. The reality is, is that people are judged 
people don't look past your external record, like your yeah. how you look. So let's change the dialogue on what that is. Yeah. Let's let's. I'm, I guess we're gonna do a three parter here. We're gonna do TV. This is an episode about. I was TV. Gonna say, we didn't even start about magazines. I know we didn't. And so I want to talk about that. Like, let's change the dialogue. Let's start adding them to the TV shows. Let's get the entertainment industry on board. Yeah. So that it's no longer and the jokes. Stop laughing at the jokes. Yeah. Just stop consuming that. That's how you're gonna speak to them. Stop. Cons- Consuming these advertisers. Yes, don't watch that. What like decide to take the time out. Something yeah. like Orange Is the New Black is a hugely highly representative show. Yeah. People of all different genders, expressions, yeah. abilities, sizes. Like it's incredible. Dietland is a great representation. If you want to see more like fat and like other shaped people, that's amazing. Just- just people. They're just people. Yeah. And they just happen to be different shapes and sizes. You know, like when you go outside your house and you right. go to the store? Kind of like that. Exactly. You won't be surprised. It won't freak you out. It's like going to the store on TV. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Sorry. One last on. thing. Um, I uh, Mama June on um, the show Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo is problematic in several ways. Uh, but Mama June straight up told all those girls, you're beautiful and perfect the way you are. That's why Honey Boo Boo was a successful pageant Mm -hmm. girl because mom was telling her, it doesn't matter, work it, live your life. And I don't know if Mama June felt that way about herself, but she was doing her best to give that message to her kids. And that's why they could be so ridiculous is because they were... They were allowed to be wrong. Yeah, there was no wrong. Being who you were was right. Yes. Why is that such a wrong thing? Yeah, it's not. It's not a wrong thing. So yeah, so be aware of what you're doing. You're not wrong. You're amazing. You're beautiful. Mama June said so. Yes. uh, Mama June says. I'm really mad all of a sudden. I love it. Okay. Well, we love you guys. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna. I guess we're just gonna get to like other media and part two. Yeah. So enjoy part one. Yay. We love you. Bye. Bye.